Hello, I'm Seth Maskett, a political scientist at the University of Denver. I'm Bethany Albertson. I'm a political scientist at UT Austin. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about uh, the news around uh, Elizabeth Cheney and the Republican Party. And I was hoping, Seth, you could get us started with just, you know, what's been going on this week with, uh, with Liz Cheney. Well, thanks. The, probably the most striking thing was that uh, Liz Cheney, who is the, the House conference chair, she's essentially head of the uh, House Republican uh, party. Uh, she was removed from that position by her fellow Republicans for simply re refusing to go along with uh, the claims of Donald Trump and and other Republicans that uh, that it, it's essentially that that the election was stolen uh, and that Republicans were you know essentially right to conduct a riot on on, on January the sixth. This is really something we have seen. Um, you know, th this is really not a unique incident. Uh, there was sort of a brief moment right after January 6th when a number of prominent Republicans were expressing a lot of real concern about the direction their party had gone and wanted to seem to distance themselves from Donald Trump. And, and that moment seems to have passed. They have all kind of uh, uh, fallen back in line. Uh, as of today, they've essentially, you know, purged one of their most uh, uh, critical members. And uh, they have sort of gone all in with the idea of that overturning elections and, and election violence are essentially, you know, perfectly legitimate behavior. Um, so I'd, I'd actually like to ask you at this point, like, um, you know, how, how do you, what are problems, what are challenges you see in trying to teach this topic and trying to discuss it with reporters or, or how reporters are, are discussing it? Yeah, I think one of the difficulties is in uh, the coverage of these topics or the conventional way in which we teach politics. Um, there's some really particular frames we tend to rely on. Um, we're not we're not used to this sort of story, or at least in this way, right? It very easily can slip into it, and we've seen this: um, old Republicans versus new Republicans. Um, or a power story, or a story of an ambitious politician trying to find a space, you know? Um, and, and, and we know how those stories can be told. And we also know how policy fights are told, right? And this just strikes me as something different. Um, and, 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 and so my frustration, I guess, in seeing it framed as a uh, new versus old or, um, you know, ambitious new politician story is, is that's not at the heart that that's not at the heart why this matters this matters because she's being ousted over her insistence that the election happened the way it did um and and i'm not sure that we have the tools um either you know for media in media um people or you know frankly as a professor um, you know, I kind of, I want our stories to have alarms around them, you know, to say not politics is normal here. Uh, I know this is something you, you grapple with. Uh, do you have ideas or thoughts as to what works? How, how do we keep our focus on what matters most? Uh, I mean, I, I totally agree with you on the problem and I, I don't know that I have great solutions here. Um, I, I think in addition to the frames you've described where people sort of fall into is, is this new versus old politicians is the, the unambition or something else this also can fall easily into stories about like polarization mm -hmm. um where people say oh well look you know look how far apart the parties are from each other 
You know, look how how difficult they have in uh, a difficult time they have in, in seeing the world through the same glasses. And it's um, that that does exist. That is not the real problem here. And that is definitely not the main problem. I mean, the problem is that you have a democracy where the parties are arguing over democracy. Um, that, you know, like one, mm -hmm. one party has sort of d decided that, you know, whether to accept, uh, democratic election outcomes, uh, is up for grabs. And, uh, if, if the, if that's the difference between the two parties, if essentially one of them is democratic, um, and mm -hmm. one is not, um, that's, uh, that does not bode well for the democratic system. And it's, it's sort of one of those things that's kind of supposed to be an out of bounds topic, uh, it, it, for, in a functional democracy. Right. Um, and it's hard to see where that goes. So I, I, I think it's important, you know, when talking with reporters or, um, you know, when, when speaking with students, I, I think it's important to make that as clear as possible. Um, uh, you know, j just be clear, like what what actually is, you know, what actually is the difference here? What actually is the split? What is this argument over? And understand that, honestly, democratic elections are on the line here. But yeah, when you have a you know an ideologically mixed group of students in the classroom, um, this can really raise some hackles. Uh, it, it can cert, it can it can definitely hurt your your uh, performance reviews. Uh, oh, absolutely. If we, still, if we still care about those, um, but yeah. And, and to add the complexity of we we're not as democratic. We haven't been as democratic as we like to pretend we are, right? Um, and so when you're teaching, yeah, people have always messed with the rules in order to win, and. Right when you're when you're giving that sort of honest recitation of American history, um, to say, oh yeah, but what's happening right now is particularly insidious or particularly bad. It's it's a more nuanced point to make, I think. I totally agree with that. Yes, we haven't always been a well-functioning democracy, <laughs> uh, but we we function better than this.